Half a day, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Guam Real Estate Podcast. My name's Terry Taylor, and I'm your host. All right, today we're going to talk about some of the things that a buyer and a seller should both be aware of when they look to talk to a real estate agent. Now, I'm going to preface this podcast by saying that while I'm going to be talking about these subjects, I personally have never run into a case of this happening on Guam. I'm not saying it's never happened on Guam. I'm not saying it's never going to happen on Guam. I just have not seen these uh, specific topics that we're going to be discussing in any case here on Guam. Again, it's not that they don't happen. I just haven't run across them in the couple of years that I've been doing this here in Guam and the years that I've been living here. But even though I haven't seen it, always remember, caveat emptor, buyer beware, or in this case, seller should beware too. Okay, now one little side note, and I'm not getting any uh, endorsements or reference saying this. I personally believe whenever you're dealing in a real estate transaction, you should always look for a certified realtor. They have a certain uh, code of ethics, and that also gives you a organization that will help you in case there was an issue. You can go say, hey, this agent acted unethically. Again, not going to get into that. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not giving you legal advice. I'm saying in my own personal experience, I am a realtor, not only a real estate agent, I'm a realtor, and I'm a firm believer in the organization in and of itself. All right, some of the things that you want to take a look for when you're buying a house or selling a house, obviously when you're looking at an ad, one of the first things you want to do is make sure that the address matches up with a a true street address, especially if you're looking at a condo or possibly renting and the prices seem a little bit too good. Always double check the address. Um, Perfect case in points, when I was first looking at moving into Guam, I was looking through some of the local ads found a great deal on a condo to rent. As a matter of fact, it was about a third less than the other ones in the same building. Fortunately, I already knew some people. I was able to have them go over, and that particular uh, condo didn't even exist. So it wasn't even that they were trying to list a uh, condo that they didn't have access to, but they were in a hurry for me to send a deposit over. They were in a hurry for me to get um, money to them. And fortunately, like I said, I had somebody that could investigate it, and the unit itself didn't even exist. The units went up to like uh, 120, and this was like number 217. So anyways, um, that's one of the things they'll try to do, and you, that's a big red flag for you. Look out for an agent that, or representative that's trying to bully you into buying fast. I mean, real estate agents' jobs are really to create excitement around a property, and they're pretty good at it, but some of the tactics that they use might amount to you feeling a little pressure and anytime you feel pressure you should always just back off just hey wait a minute this is not an intelligent decision remember a mortgage is a huge 30-year commitment and it's a life choice this is something even if you're flipping the house you always got to be aware of the downside so always watch out for some of the pressure tactics and some of the ones that uh could happen are um, showing you the house when other uh, prospective buyers are there um, you know, telling you that they need money right away because the house is going to sell. Um, there is one specific type of sale, uh, like sealed bids, and one of the big uh, franchises out there right now is a 72-hour auction. And obviously, the 72-hour auction is great for a buyer. They're trying to get you to like commit to it and get caught up in the frenzy and the excitement. 
Now these, some of the 72 hour auctions or some of the franchises that offer these type of services are very legitimate. They've got a great history. Um, obviously, you, some people get deals, some people get uh, better money as a listing agent or excuse me, as the uh, listing person. But always, anytime you're under pressure, always think twice about exactly why they're trying to put you under the pressure. Number two, um, if they're trying to you know, push your limits, um, the first priority of any agent is to sell the house. And you've got to find an agent that understands your hopes and dreams, and they're putting those first. They're find, trying to find the right house for your hopes and dreams, not the right house for their commission or their pocketbook. You should always ask, you know, why did you show me this house? You know, and revisit in your head, here's what I told that particular person, why are they showing me this? You should always get um, the property evaluated also to make sure that what they're showing you is actually worth the money they're telling you that it's worth. So if you have an agent that says, yeah, this is my listing, you know, it's worth X amount of money, make sure that you can go in and just try to do a little research and find out what's going on. Ask for a market analysis. Um, sometimes you might have to go and actually pay for an assessor uh, to go through. But make sure that the, the sale is contingent upon the assessed value coming in. And in a little bit, I'll be talking about making sure that you're using your people. If you've got a great, reliable realtor or real estate agent um, that suggests a couple people to you that they use frequently, you know, take that with a grain of salt. You know, think, okay, why is this person doing it? Again, if you're getting certain signals, like they're rushing you, um, they're trying to, you know, you only use their, pre hey, this is the only person I'll use. Everyone else is terrible. Everyone else steals your money. Those are big, huge warning flags. Okay, another thing you have to be uh, very mindful, and one of the things I talked about in the introduction was that it's just a made-up property, that the property doesn't exist. They've got actually grabbed a listing and... Put, and these are these are out and out con artists, by the way. These aren't. I'm not talking about agents with this particular one. They'll grab a listing from somebody else and then put their contact number on it. You'll go there. You'll see that there's something, but they control every aspect. You put your deposit down, and they're gone. That's something that you have to, uh, you know, be on the you know, lookout for. These are very unscrupulous people, and more more thieves than they are, of course, agents. Um, you just don't want a phantom seller or a phantom uh, buyer <clears throat> coming in. You uh, have to get money, you, your money's involved, and then all of a sudden everyone uh, disappears. And touching base on, again, when somebody represents that you must use their people, that's kind of a yellow or red flag. I mean, we've all got people that we're comfortable using. But I will always make a, if somebody asks me, I don't make the recommendation, but if somebody asks me for a recommendation, I'll say, here's two or three mortgage brokers that I'm used to. Here's two or three assessors. Here's two or three uh, title companies. You know, I, I, and if you really press me, I'll say, well, yeah, I've done a lot with this particular person um, at that company, but you should just talk to the company. I always insist that you do your due diligence and any good realtor or real estate agent will do that. Um, you're going to have to shop around for a mortgage broker that's got the best deal for you. Always be on the lookout again if somebody's trying to uh, you get you to use their people over anybody else. There's usual reason. I mean, by all means, take their suggestions and get a quote from their person. But always try to get at least one or two other quotes, especially for a mortgage, just to make sure you're getting the best possible deal. Okay, um, then there's always the bait and switch. And this is actually... 
some other real estate agents. Again, I haven't dealt with anybody that's done this here in Guam, but I know a lot of our audiences in the United States, so I want to talk about this. This is a common tactic where the listing will have like vague details, um, great picture, decent price, great neighborhood, and then all of a sudden when you call in, you have, all of a sudden they say, hey, yeah, that one just sold, but I just happened to have some other great listings. Let's you know, come on in and meet, or actually they'll have you come in, and so you've actually kind of committed to the meeting, and then it's a bait and switch. They, you know, they show you the other properties because, oh, you just missed that one. Big sign that says, hey, wait a minute, this is somebody I might not have deal with. Of course it happens. It happens. That's why it's got an air of legitimacy, but that should be a big flag where you say, hey, wait a minute, and start doing some uh, due diligence and investigate that particular agent that you're dealing with. Um, another one is if you're selling your house, it's kind of common in certain states that they demand advanced fees because, quote, they have costs. No, just just go find a different agent. Um, that is not the type of agent you want to be dealing with. The agent gets paid off the sale. If all of a sudden they're demanding money out of your pocket before the sale, there are literally dozens of agents that will just say, yeah, no, I'm good. Let's just sign the contract. Let me represent you. Let me be the uh, person. You don't have to give me advanced advertising or promotional fees. Um, again, Make sure that you're not paying money out of your own pocket if you're the seller until the sale is actually made. All right, the next one I want to talk about is called selective disclosure. Now, in many states, by law, real estate agents have to disclose any and all defects associated with a property. However, they can get around that sometimes by saying, hey, this, you know, the seller didn't tell me or I didn't know. Um, what you want to do is make sure you've got a lot of questions ready because if this is your dream house. Again, a 30-year mortgage is quite a commitment. Have some questions ready about the history of the maintenance. Hey, when was the last time there was a plumbing issue? When was the last time there was an electric issue? What was done? You know, I know this house is not a new build. And if it is a new build, hey, what issues did the builder come into? You know, ask these questions. And if you can't get good answers, make sure that you, t if you and you, it is your dream house and you're actually going to go through it, make sure that you have it, the sale contingent upon passing an inspection. That is a very important thing. You don't want to get stuck with uh, something that is basically a money pit. Again, the real estate agent is, by law is supposed to disclose everything, but they can say, hey, the, the seller didn't tell me or I didn't know. You know, if, if there's a broken down porch and they didn't put it in any of the pictures and you bought it sight unseen, then you have a good case that they didn't do their due diligence. Other than that, it's up to you to make sure you ask the questions and you've had that inspection. Okay, another one, um, which is fairly common in some of the states, uh, especially in boom markets, is there's a false value on the home. And basically what they do is they tell you that, this is especially for sellers, obviously, they tell you that, hey, I can get this great price. It's a, it's a you know, seller's market right now. The things are going, you know, your house is going to sell for this great price and will in three days and the you know, unicorns will show up riding rainbows. Listen, if it's too good to be true, just run away. That person just wants your uh, signed contract, and then they're going to come back and say, oh, by the way, the market's changed, and I can no longer get that price. Here's the actual price. What they've done is they made you give them the listing. They made you sign the contract, 
and then they're under false pretenses and then they're coming back with probably a more realistic or sometimes if they've been so unscrupulous they might even have a back pocket buyer that they're going to try to lowball you in huge warning signal make sure you understand exactly have them give you a market analysis or have somebody else do a market analysis most real estate agents will give you a free market analysis and they'll actually show you what other houses are doing, you know, equivalent houses have sold for in the area under, you know, a month or the past two months, depending on the area. If it's a high volume area, it'll be a short time. And you can see what your house is actually selling for. Okay, another one. Um, this one is actually kind of common, so I don't want to call it a trick, but... If the agent is representing both the buyer and seller, by law in most states, they have to disclose that fact. And if they are representing the buyer and seller, you always want to make sure you're doing due diligence that they are representing your interest to its fullest. So even though they're representing, they want to represent the seller to their fullest and they want to represent the buyer to the fullest. And that's, that's fair. You know, you want to make sure you're getting the best deal for everybody. Um, and that's usually the best type of sale is when everyone walks away happy. And in all honesty, on this one, I actually have run into and several times on Guam. Um, and matter of fact, I actually had dealings in several of the Midwest states that where I had just the one representative that was representing both parties and it turned out fine. So this isn't so much a tip or trick, uh, by, uh, agent, but something that you just want to make sure that you absolutely are aware of and that you understand that they're going to be representing both people. All right, now we're going to save the best for last. Here, again, it's not so much a trick, but it's a good point of advice that I was given when I was just starting out many years ago when I was buying uh, and selling properties. One of the things you never want to do as a seller, tell any agent what your lowest price will be. As a buyer, never tell any agent what your highest price is going to be. They're just human. A lot of people are trying to get the deals done and they try to do, and, and the, even some of the good agents, which they're never ever supposed to do because they're always supposed to be uh, looking out just for their client. They sometimes talk and just want to under quote, let's just get this done. This is a good deal for both people, but they're using information and they're sharing information that may cost you money. And therefore they legally in some uh, states, and again, it's against the realtor, code of ethics, but they might share that information and that's just a terrible practice because it could cost you, you know, literally tens of thousands of dollars. Um, so never share your bottom line or your ceiling price. Just answers their questions, you know, and if they ask you that direct, just say, well, you know, I don't have a number in mind. Just give me any offer or let's just make this offer and see what they uh, come back with. That will save you a lot of money and a lot of headaches in the long run. I know, especially if you've got a great relationship with your agent, um, it, you know, you go to coffee, you've known them for years, you know, your kids go to the same schools. Trust me on this one. Um, don't ever let them know your highs or your lows when it comes to negotiating. Keep that information to yourself. And again, it will save you tens, up to tens of thousands of dollars or on high end, obviously even more. All right. So, Let's get to the bottom line, which is something I'd like to do. We've been talking a little bit uh, longer than our normal podcast today, but there was a lot of things I wanted to share. The bottom line is always do your due diligence. If you feel pressured, if you feel rushed, if you feel like you're not getting the information you need, step back. 
I know in every sale that a person has emotional involvement, especially if they love the house. But trust me, you want to make sure that this decision makes you happy one year, five years, 10 years, 30 years down the road as it did the day you signed that contract. All right, my friends, that's everything I've got for today. Again, my name's Terry Taylor. I've been your host. Listen, if you live on Guam, if you're looking for a friend on the island to help you rent, sell, or buy, remember Terry Taylor's your guy. I hope you guys found this informative, and I'm looking forward to talking to you again real soon. Have a great day, everybody.